Before Ray and I were married, I was given uh, an opportunity to move to Minneapolis, Minnesota by the Walt Disney Company for a sales role. I had never lived outside of California. I had never been a person who worked in sales. I had never owned my own house. I'd never lived in a place where I didn't know a single person. And the uh, prospect of this move was exciting because of this chance to grow my career and exciting because of this opportunity to do something I hadn't before. But that was the same reason why it was scary. I, I didn't know that I had what it took to do the job well, and I definitely was unsure of my ability to thrive in an environment without anyone that I knew around me in a world where I'd have to take care of myself. And I can remember at the beginning of that journey, the way that it was a stumble to get my feet under me to get into a routine and to reach out and create friends and, and, you know, get connected to a social scene that made it not feel so strange. And the work of having it end up being one of the more important years of my adult life in how I become who I am was a process that started rocky. Like one of the first Fridays of me being in town I decided that I would go see a movie by myself. And as a thing that I'd always said I wanted to do, but because of all the other options that always existed was just never something I ever indulged in. Here I now had this chance. I'm going to go watch a movie by myself. And as I sat in the back of the theater watching swim fan of all things, I cried. It was sad. It was a sad thing because uh, in a world where I was choosing to do this, uh, I was not choosing it among a thousand other options. I was choosing it as the only choice. And over time, as I built out a friendship circle and created something of a social connection with other people, I, I had those options. But that first weekend, holy cow, it was hard. But having got through the first weekend, it was part of what gave me the confidence to and the belief in the ability for me to create a life there that was different than the one I'd known. Last night was the first night that I have been in this house by myself, this house where we've raised our kids and uh, have always had them, us, here is now a, a thing that has transitioned and uh, they were at their mama's house last night. And man, I am so blessed that in this divorce, I don't have the worry that some couples may of what it's going to be like when the kids are at mom's house. Rachel is an amazing mother and they will be seen. They will be celebrated. They will be loved on whether they're at her house or my house. But getting to last night was a thing that I'd created a set of stories around how hard it would be to be in this house for the first time by myself. And sure, the idea of being alone in this house this far into quarantine is a thing under any other circumstance that I 
would have welcomed as a opportunity for peace, a respite from the chaos that is being inside of this lockdown for as long as we have been, if it were an option among options. But like that movie theater in Minneapolis, this was the option. It was the choice. And in the absence of other choices, it felt sad. And so I'd built something in my mind that developed anxiety and fear and sadness for what it was going to feel like to be here. And then I took one step after the next through the day and through the night and it didn't kill me. It didn't destroy me. I still got up and got out and ran on those roads this morning. I'm still sitting on my rock having my conversation with a God who's still here. Right? Like I kept my streak of crying alive. I'm the Cal Ripken of crying in the last six weeks. Like, don't worry, it's intact. But I hung pictures. I made dinner. I mean, I made eggs, bacon, and rice, so I didn't hit the food groups. But, you know, I fed myself. I got to read my book. I got to get a good night of sleep. And I woke up this morning with a feeling of hope and strength that was born out of having more than survived a thing that I'd created a story for, right? There's something in being able to connect to how stepping into something that you fear and surviving it, thriving through it, being in it, uh, helps inoculate you a little bit from the thing that you fear in the first place. There's something in being able to connect to the stories from your past where you persevered through, pushed into hard seasons or spaces that prove, that give you the evidence of your capacity to do hard things. Minneapolis and many other things are evidence of the way that walking towards fear is something that I can do. And you've got a set of those stories too. With our team, we've talked about this idea that pushing into spaces where they don't yet feel comfortable is a requirement for how we hope to see them grow in the company. We've talked about it uh, against the backdrop of this idea of immunotherapy. You know, you don't like to public speak? All right, you're going to talk for just 10 quick minutes. Take a micro dose of this thing that you have some fear for and in surviving it, maybe even thriving through it, reframe the way that you've given weight to the story of how hard that thing that you fear might actually be. Today, I have reframed some of the fear that I have about what doing this new version of us ends up looking like. And as I record this, every one of us, every one of you, is processing grief in the experience of this quarantine, is you know, mourning in some ways what normal used to feel like, the way that connection used to be a thing that probably took for granted. Some of you have transitioned out of work and, and maybe even find yourself transitioning out of relationship. But you have every day stepped into something that you have had some fear for and the ability for you today to tap into and recognize the strength you displayed despite the fear is why you'll feel strong today. 
the, the hope that you might be able to connect to for having already persevered through something no one would have ever expected, something nobody necessarily wanted, should be a vehicle for hope that you can, in seeing how strong you've been, recognize how strong you can be. I want to encourage you as we head into this weekend, into this next month, into this next however long we find ourselves inside of this upside down time. As you are able to take the microdose of stepping one more step into this dark part of the forest that we've never previously been inside of, that it will help inoculate you from some of the things that you find fear in and remind you because of your ability to be strong and persevere and persist inside of this space, how much strength, how much courage, how much perseverance you are capable of for whatever ends up coming next. Have a great weekend.